How do I create a budget that works for my family and stick to it? Ooh, that's a a loaded question. It's not just as simple as how do I create a budget? Hey, we could just stop right there. But then you also want to know, how do I create a budget that works for my family? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Some nuance and complexity. Then let's just go ahead and finally add and stick to it. Those are that's a three part complex question, but we're here for it. We're going to answer it. Yeah, yeah. And that is actually a question we get a lot. And so here's the deal: is budgets are not cookie cutter, guys. It's very unique to your situation, mm-hmm. and that's why you have you might have trouble with any regular like budget templates out there or s- specific systems that people mm-hmm. put out because it's not cookie cutter. But your family and you actually being able to stick to it is what's going to make it unique yeah. and not a cookie cutter. And so we're going to show you how to adopt it to your family, your lifestyle, and so that you'll actually be able to stick to it. Do you make good money but have nothing to show for it? Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Do you have big dreams for your financial future? Do you want to get debt free, but you don't want to live on beans and rice? Or you don't want to give up those pumpkin spice lattes? Hey, it's okay if you don't already know how to budget or if you're using credit cards to get through the month. Hey, it's okay if you want to seem like you have your finances all together or you're not on the same page with your spouse when it comes to finances. We know what you're doing probably isn't working, but guess what? You're in the right place. We're Shayna and Vanessa. We're best friends, business partners, and master financial coaches trained by Dave Ramsey. We've been in business since 2019, helping hundreds of amazing people like you create budgets, get out of debt, stop living paycheck to paycheck, and know exactly what to do with their money. In this podcast, we'll share with you everything we know plus everything we're working on with our clients so that you have the best chance at reaching your financial goals. We want to help you take the guesswork out of your budget, improve your marriages, and even bring your kids in on the conversation. We can help you no matter where you're at, whether you're the single mom who's never had $500 in her savings account or the millionaire who's paid off four real estate mortgages. And we're not going to shy away from the tough love. We'll tell you what you need to hear and encourage you at the same time. This is the Ideal Balance Podcast. The best way to be able to stick to your budget is to buy our signature budget system, guys. We have created a budget template for you guys. It is awesome. We love it. It has everything in one place. It prints on one page, which is so good. It has a um, paycheck plan for you, which basically takes your budget, divides it by how many paychecks you have, and separates everything for you. So that you have a checklist on payday, Mm y'all. A checklist of exactly what to do on payday. And there's so many other systems in it, but that one is one of the best things about it. And you're going to love it. And we explain how to do it. So that's the other part. Oh, that yeah, it comes great. with a course. Yeah, but it comes with a how-to, which, of course, because we would not just leave you hanging. So go ahead to myidealbalance.com forward slash budget and grab that because you're going to love it. And it's going to help you to do all the things that we're about to talk about. So a lot of our clients come to us with, how do I stick to my budget? I'm mm-hmm. having problems. I'm getting tempted. How do I not spend when the money is there and all this? So we just want to create a, a podcast about it because it is a very frequent question that we get, not just um, from our clients, but also in the Facebook group. Yeah. And the free calls, because mm-hmm. a lot of times you've tried to adopt some random system out there to your life with their rigidness. Like we get that mm-hmm. a lot of times. And what's the other one? Then you feel paralyzed. Yep. They feel paralyzed because they don't know how to make this system fit their actual life. Because you can try to white knuckle and make it fit, but then you have kids coming up to you and husbands that want to go f- hunting and all this thing. You're like, but uh, what about that budget system I, I was going to do? So it's just too hard to do that. So we're going to talk today about how to actually set up a budget 
to match your family, your lifestyle, your goals, because that is something that definitely people struggle with. So the first thing that we always recommend all the time is do a 90-day review. So this entails you printing out three months from your bank statement, getting out some highlighters and color coding them and saying, okay, this color is for eating out. This color Mm -hmm. is for gas. This color is for groceries, right? And so you can see and add up how much you spend in each of those categories, how much you have spent for the last three months. Yeah. And this is really important because as Vanessa and I were talking about when we were talking about this, making this podcast, there's the idea of what you should spend, which a lot of people will tell you what you should be spending. And then there's the realistic, (laughs) what your family is actually doing, right? And it's not necessarily that you don't want to reduce that, but you have to know what you're starting with. You have to know where are we going from $1,000 to $500 a restaurants a month? Mm -hmm. Is that true? Because the original system might have told you you have $100 for restaurants every month. And then you're over here trying to make $1,000 turn into 100 Mm -hmm. and it's not going to work. So this is the first step, going through and see what do we actually spend? What do we, what things come up randomly in our family that don't always come up for other people? Why is why are we always at the softball store or whatever? What is it about your family that's unique? You're going to find that in that 90-day review, which, by the way, you might also grab your credit card statements if that's a thing. But you're going to find the uniqueness of your family in those things. So you can start to see it's going to give you, like Vanessa says, a platform, a beginning part to look at to create a budget. I think that's really important, Shana pointed out. You do not want to go from $1,000 a month on grocery or um, restaurants to $100 because you are 100% going to hate it. And you're going to say this. <laughs> yep, you're going you're gonna to say you failed. You're not going to like it and you're, you won't come back. So what we want you to do is maybe take that into baby mm-hmm. steps. So yeah. if, if you are spending $1,000 out to eat every month, let's start, move it down to 900 or 800 and then go down from there. Yes, we probably or you probably know where you want to be, mm-hmm. but you have to gradually yeah gradually go down because you mm-hmm. just won't you won't be happy otherwise it reminds me of doing decluttering right in your house or whatever <laughs> the first time phase one the first one is oh I, I literally haven't worn that in three years or grandma gave that to me and i never wore it and you just neatly get rid of some stuff but like the second time you go through you're like listen i'm getting rid of everything yeah. or whatever and it's just you have to get that muscle and you want to get the reward so you get the reward okay this is working i'm doing it i'm mm-hmm. okay like we're not dying okay, maybe now that we have started meal planning, maybe I can take that down a little bit more and I don't feel, it doesn't feel as intense Mm -hmm. as it did. Because what you're trying to do is one, get on a budget and stop spending money and start saving money and get out of debt. Oh, it's just so much at the beginning. So really the 90 day review gives you like a starting point. point, And then as you get better with budgeting, you can start to tweak and dial down some of that or dial up whatever needs to be dialed up. And that goes into the next point, which is how to create a budget. So the 90-day review gives you some ideas, tells you what's unique about you and your family and what you guys spend money on. But then your basic budget, guys, has five categories. Okay, you've got your income. We always say it's the best part. It's exciting. Good times. Yep. Woohoo, you're Good. so rich. And then the debt comes. You got to pay all those debts. So we literally go from like the best part to the worst part yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Just get them out. Just rip that money yeah. out of your pocket as soon as you can so that you don't even look at it. The same with the bills. Let's take all of that out. And then once you have the debt and bills taken out, then you really have a picture. Okay, this is what I'm working with every mm-hmm. month. This is what I actually have to finagle around with. And then you're going to plan your gas, plan your groceries, plan your spending money, plan restaurants, all of that when it comes to spending, and then whatever you need to be saving for. Those are the five categories. And savings, we, I think we just did a podcast about making sure your savings are in a high yield. Another thing people don't think about savings, they usually think like one savings account, right? That's what they think about. They're like, I have a savings account, therefore I save money. It's more complicated. It is a little more complicated and it should be. I think the better term is it needs to be more organized than Mm -hmm. that. Because yes, you can put all your money into one account and maybe on a spreadsheet you can say, 
well, in that account, $50 goes towards this and $100 goes yeah. towards that. But that's too complicated for me. Yeah. Um, I think it's really smart to have maybe a Christmas savings account, mm -hmm. right? And then maybe you have kids that are in a bunch of sports. So you have a sports savings account, which allows you to pay for registrations and camps and things like that are coming up soon. Another one is maybe travel. You know you're mm -hmm. going to go on vacation or spring break. So maybe we need to be putting some money into that travel account. Yeah. So that's three savings accounts right there. Right there. And yeah, complicated was not the right word. But the concept is, it's just like when we told people that, oh, spoiler alert, you should not be paying for your kid's car insurance. Mm -hmm. People don't think about, oh, I could be saving for all of these things. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not just randomly saving and then it just goes and comes and I don't know what it is. I'm saving specifically for these things. Mm -hmm. So anyway, those are the five categories, right, that we have. And you're going to want to set up your budget to match those. And here's the deal. How do I make it fit for my family? Sit them down at the table with you while you're coming up with these ideas and talk to them about it. Yeah, get them involved. It is okay, especially if you have middle school, high school kids. Even if you have little, there is a yeah. way that you can speak to them that mm -hmm. is not intimidating or doesn't make it seem like there's a scarcity or mm -hmm. no money or say all of that. Get them and say, what do we do every month? What do mm -hmm. we have coming up? Yep. Do you have any birthdays? Do you have any field trips? Do you have something, some money that you need for school or whatever? Get everyone involved in the conversation yeah. so you can plan as a family of how you're going to spend your money. Yeah. And I do think, like Vanessa said, it's really important that or it's fine to get them even while they're young. My kids know that we have a certain budget for them. And mm -hmm. okay, can we get socks this month or not, mom? Do we already, are we already like, but they know that's, they have a concept of it. And it's important just to keep that language open, the dialogue open as they get older and it gets more complicated. Mm -hmm. And use the calendar, like Vanessa said, the more kids you have, the older they get, it's just going to get more complicated. It will help you to know when will I be busy spending money this month? <laughs> like when is everything happening? We're going out of town for volleyball. So we know that's going to be something that we're going to put in the budget, that kind of thing. Uh, using your family calendar to help set your family budget is really going to be a win for you. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, something to go along with going out of town for volleyball, these things that are coming up, they're not miscellaneous. I have a client, she's like, how do I plan for the one-off things? I'm like, they're not, at, yes, they're one-offs, but they're not a surprise. Yeah. You have a field trip coming up. Your child has sports registrations next month. You have a, a break coming up for spring or a, a trip coming up for spring break. That is not a, nobody is caught off guard. So what we need to do is just plan ahead of time mm -hmm. and have those in the budget now. So that way you're not having to pull two, $300 out of one month's budget. You've been able to spread it out over three months and only budget $100 each month, mm -hmm. which makes you feel better. Yeah. And so while the, the budget in general has five categories, like we talked about, what's inside of those categories is very unique mm -hmm. to your family. And that's where you want to get it, get it set up for your family. So you're going to look at your goals. How are your goals different? Maybe you're trying to go to Portugal this summer. Or maybe you're trying to get a pool or whatever. Or maybe you're just trying to afford volleyball. <laughs> Can that, you know, just be that? Yeah. Like whatever it is, like your family has specific goals. Or maybe you are trying to retire and like you have all of these goals. Your lifestyle as well. Like it's amazing how we can do all of these different budgets and every family is mm -hmm. completely different the way they live their life, the day to day, how they do life. And that is going to be reflected in your budget. Yeah. I just had a, I recently had a conversation with a client and they were looking for confirmation for me to tell them that their wife needed to get a job. Or can you just tell us? I'm like, that's not actually my job, but I will tell you that your lifestyle requires two incomes or either lower income or lower expenses, excuse me, or higher income or both. Yeah. And so they just came to the conclusion that, yeah, she has to go back to work, get a job, whatever that means for her. Mm -hmm. But your lifestyle is going to decide how mm -hmm. much money you need to make and how much money you need to bring in to be able to make everything work. Yeah. And uh, another thing that's going to change things is your season of life. 
I have a couple clients that have very young kids and they have, they are just saving money for their kids, like their college account, but they don't have a day-to-day sports or whatever, stuff like that for their kids because it's not in their season of life. So their budget is going to reflect that. Versus I have other clients that have piano lessons or violin or whatever, sax and all the things that they have for their kids. And then they're in band or they're doing whatever. And so that has to be put in the budget. So your season of life, if you're pre-kids, post-kids, no kids, never going to have kids, like whatever it is, that. And then also, am I in retirement? Am I about to retire? Are we moving? Are we changing jobs? Like all of the things that are your season of life are definitely going to be reflected in your budget. So you have to allow for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I texted Shana last night, like a two minute voicemail. My husband's listening. He's like, did you just voice message her that? I'm like, yeah, he's was really long. I'm like, that's her thing. Don't worry about it. I just tell her my whole life story over voicemail. Uh, yeah, especially since they increased the from a minute. Remember, oh, that was a game changer. They used to cap us at a minute. Now we can just talk for a minute. <laughs> That's perfectly great. Do you but, have 80 minutes? Yes, we used to. <laughs> no, but I sent her and I said, we've entered this season of life with my kids and my family where we are having to schedule our vacations around sports, which is we've never had to really do that. And my daughter has realized that her commitment level to volleyball and what that entails and the sacrifices that it means for her and that maybe she can't do the things that the vacations and stuff that she wanted to take because this is literally apparently a year round thing now. But it's just we this is a season right now and that's okay. but it won't be forever. Yeah. And the budget's definitely reflecting that. Love you. But okay, so then another thing that might make your budget unique is how you get paid. For the longest time, Chris and I got paid the first and 15th. For the for so many years, and I got we got so good at budgeting that way, and then everything changed, <laughs> and then everything changed, and so you have to learn to budget differently. Like you're still budgeting for the same things, but the way you carry it out is going to be different. And then obviously Vanessa, they get paid weekly, and they get a bulk of money in different in in you know bonuses and stuff. So they have to budget with mm-hmm. that. And so how your paychecks drop, how your income comes in, whether you have commissions. I even set up a budget with somebody on a free call, I think, and I said. You should be budgeting or living off of your his income that's steady. And then whatever you do make, just put that on debt. Just put it over there. And that is how their budget's going to work for a while until things change. So basically, my husband gets paid very little week to week. That's just how his company does things. And it's been used to be really hard. Obviously, as the years have gone on, he's made a little bit more money. So it's a little bit more manageable. Mm -hmm. But he gets five bonuses a year. And so we use those bonuses to fund the big things like vacation, vehicle maintenance, home repair, I think our Roths, things like that. So there is no way that we could fund those on his regular income. So that his his day-to-day income covers like gas, groceries, and pocket money. It's literally it in all of our bills. And so that's just, you have to make it work for you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, maybe you have bonuses and this is the first time you thought about doing your budget this way. And so we want to encourage you to take a bird's eye view and think, see how you can do it differently. Yeah. Okay, so that's how you set it according to your family. How do you stick to it? That's a whole other question. The first thing you need to do is set goals. Because if you don't have a vision, you don't have a why, you don't have something you're looking forward to, why are you going to do this? You're not going to stick to it. Why bother? But if you have a better future planned, Mm -hmm. then you'll be more likely to stick to it. Yeah, so we encourage you to print out your budget, right? Focus on it for a few months. It's going to take a little extra energy because this is your first time you're doing this. Mm -hmm. You're going to tweak it. You're going to figure out what's working, what's not working. What do you like? What do you dislike? And adjust it as you go until you find the perfect amount of money for your spending in categories. Yeah. And I just love the part, especially if you get our signature budget template, you can print it out. It's one page. You can look at it and just have it in front of you. It's going to take extra energy. Vanessa said, you can't, you can't accidentally get good at budgeting. You've got to put a little (laughs) extra work in it in the beginning and then it'll be on autopilot. So don't worry about that. And then one thing that we say 
is set up all the automations in your bank accounts because then it's sticking to it for you. Mm -hmm. If you, when you're being good and intentional, you set up your bank accounts, you set up automatic transfers, you got all the bills paid, then like when you don't feel like sticking to it, it doesn't matter because it's already doing it for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. So we like to tell people the amount of money that you get paid is actually not your money yet because it already has jobs. It already has other companies' names on it that it has to go out and pay. So the amount of money that you have transferred into your spending account is your quote unquote new paycheck. And if you can separate that amount and you're only looking at the amount of money you have for gas, groceries, pocket money and things like that, then that is going to hold you a little bit more accountable than looking at all the money as a bulk, thinking you have all of that to spend when you really don't. Another thing you can do is set up alarms, appointments, reminders, whatever it is for payday, for when you need to do this, when you need to go to the ATM, when you need to have your budget meetings, like all of that can be on a schedule on something that's going to tell you it's happening and it'll just help you. Maybe you won't do it exactly then, but it'll, it'll jog your memory and help you possibly stick to it more. <laughs> yeah, it'll be in your face. So yeah. another thing we suggest is using cash. We've had a lot of clients who have fought this and then they end up using cash and they love it because it holds them super accountable because when you walk into the store with 20 bucks, you are not going to spend 21. Yeah. So it's going to really hold, it's going to be that great accountability partner that you need. Yeah, which is, by the way, helps you stick to the budget. Yeah. When you are sticking to the cash because the cash don't lie, you're sticking to your budget because the, the budget is what told you to use, how much cash you could use. Yeah. Uh, your goals have to be more exciting than buying on Amazon. So, uh, you know, or TikTok or whatever or it is. And, and maybe Amazon and TikTok are not the things that make you blow your money. Maybe it's going to a restaurant. Maybe yeah. it's your kid giving you doe eyes or whatever. Make your goals more exciting than that moment. So have this big vacation or whatever. Have this dream of being debt free. Have retirement. Like whatever it is that you're looking at and think about. Focus on that. Think mm-hmm. about that. So when these little piddly, those are piddly little are. thing from Amazon or piddly little restaurant compared to my exciting big dreams. Keep focused on that. And the, uh, to go along with that, your life, your day to day has to be more exciting or should be more exciting than feeling that dopamine or temptation of buying things on a regular basis. We have a lot of clients that get real tempted on social media or when they go to stores and things to purchase or just to buy to make themselves feel better. What we want is for you to have such an exciting life and have so much fun in your day to day that you don't need those other things to make yourself feel good. Nope. Okay. And then the last thing, which is why we teach all the different accounts, we teach the systems that we do. And by the way, they're in the signature budget template that you can get is sometimes when you have all your money lumped together, you see a big number and you're like, oh, I can just spend money because there's so much, look how much money, there's so much money I just can probably spend and be fine. But when you have it separated, this is in my bills account, which I already mentally know that's all checked off. That's all gone. And then this is how much is the discount. And hey, we have $100 left in the restaurant budget envelope. Like you, your money's not all left lumped together. So you're not as tempted to not stick to your budget. It's already dispersed where it is. So it's much easier to actually stick to your budget. It is. And you have no idea how many clients come to us and say, I have money left over Mm -hmm. because they stayed within or below the amount. And it's something they've never done before because they had they cut because they had it separated. And so this is really going to work for you. We do encourage you to not lump it all together and to really separate it out. Yes. Okay. So here's the deal. We have a budget. I don't know if it's going to help you to do all of these things that we've just said. It already is going to help you set it up and make it unique to your family and help you stick to it with all of the systems that we help you set it set up. You can go to myidolbalance.com forward slash budget to grab it. You should yeah. do that. And it comes with a course that we are, like Shana said before, we're not leaving you hanging. You can very easily get this system implemented in like a day. All right. We'll see you next time. Hey, if you found value in this podcast and you're ready to go deeper, here are some ways we can connect. First, go ahead and take the leap. Book a free 20-minute financial coaching call with us. 
This is your chance to ask questions, to get personalized advice, and start mapping out your financial journey for free. It's on us. We're treating you. Just hop on a call, chat with for 20 minutes. It's going to be great. Yeah. Next, join our supportive Facebook group where you can connect with other like-minded people who are trying to figure out this budget thing just like you. Yep. Or if you want to take it to the next level, grab our signature budget template. You've heard us talk about it. It's a game changer for organizing and optimizing your finances. It's practical, user-friendly, and it's the perfect tool, girl, Mm -hmm. to start making real progress. And if you're ready to get serious about your finances and you know you need the accountability, sign up for financial coaching now, guys. This is the one-on-one hand-holding that you know you need. Let's be honest, guys. If you're going to do it on your own, you would have done it already. So that's what we're here for. Yes. So visit myidealbalance.com for all the details, all the links, everything you need to get connected. And hey, if today's conversation sparked a new idea or inspired a change in you, why not share that spark? Tell a friend about the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Your words could be the nudge that someone else needs to start their journey towards financial freedom. And by the way, as we say goodbye, remember your financial journey, your well-being isn't just about numbers. It's about all the peace, the joy, the lack of stress that it's going to bring into your life. So you've got this and we're here to support you every step of the way. (music) 